What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 268. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about convenience stores, shopping, cornbread, alcohol, masks, shoes, pills, feet, race talk, politics, medical marijuana, last chance you, anniversaries, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, here in the month of, I don't really know what month it's going to be. Might be in June, but I feel like we're still in May. Maybe this is like a holiday. Maybe like that. Memorial Day, is that what it's called? Fuck, I don't even know. I feel, like, that's, I feel like this might be that episode. Well, but maybe not. Maybe I'm a week early. Um, I'm a week early. I'm a week early. To next week. We'll Sorry. plan something. No, we won't. But... Um, you know, fucking May. May's dragging on for me, man. So May has been a lengthy fucking month. Yeah. Uh, got some shit coming up, though. Hell yeah. Well, first thing I got to get to is uh, patreon.com slash podcast mo. Go there and give any amount of money to get early access to the podcast. Uh, you can give enough. You can be like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, it's your boy H2.com, and Jackie Daytona, and be co producers. Get shouted out. Feel cool. Um, come on here, talk about cool theories you got. Um, also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash the podcast mo. Go there if you want a podcast shirt to fucking rock around like a badass. Yeah, like me. Yeah. Snappy's doing it right now. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, you basically already, you said you weren't started your job to the 24th, your new job, the dispensary, but you have already been working actually. I have, I've been sneaking in there and, uh, training, uh, and, uh, it's going pretty good. Uh, like there's a, there's a need for, uh, opening and, uh, like a nine to midnight in this town. Apparently, I guess all the other dispensaries close. Right. And it's actually uh, pretty uh, busy, so I think that's the majority of the customers over there. It's the old carryout corner method. Carryout corner was like the only fucking convenience store open until two a.m. and yeah. everybody else would be closing down. They had like a drive-through and shit. And like carryout corner, people don't know. This is just a good aside because we can kill some time. Uh, it was Powwow's favorite convenience store. I'd say mine too for a long time, um, because there was this lady named Ding who was a Vietnamese woman. I believe she's Vietnamese. I could be wrong, but I believe that's right. Um, and she's mean and has a very thick accent and for some reason really loved powwow because a lot of the ladies, if did. she loves you, she loves you. Right. If she doesn't like you, oh hell. So because I was best friends with powwow, she also liked me and, uh, you know, so we always, we liked her, you know, and we paid her a lot of visits, but she was a cunt to a lot of people. And I mean, once Facebook's rant and rave section took off, every other fucking one is like, uh, how does this woman have a business? Why would anyone go there? She's there's, the meanest bitch in the world. There's like 98 comments against her and two comments for her. You yeah, know, that was the ratio. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, be, all of her business or a lot of it came from like nine or 10 to two because most places else shut down. People well, be like, fuck it. And the other part of her business was coming from selling K2 and shit before they uh, put a lockdown on it. Now, I feel like, so that's what they, she takes a lot of shit because she sells some K2, but th- that isn't where I bought it. I, uh, you know, like, a, there's a lot of convenience stores that did. She just got caught. 
or like they pinned it on her, but there was way up, there was way more. There were several her. in town that doing it, not just her. Now, when Pow Wow worked there one summer, because he had this fiance back in the day, and him and his fiance worked there one summer, and we learned all kinds of shit. Like she goes and bought like 20 ounce bottles and these like big trash bags of just random ones, and then she sorts them. And puts them in there. And that's why they're all so flat and shit. Is because she buys them at yeah, like a like, a leftover overstock sort of scenario, not like legit. It's I rarely buy monsters from a non regular like a, a chain store, right? Yeah, because yeah, you that's want the, the fairest way I can put you that. want the monster <laughs> guy to show up and be stocking the shelves, not yes, yeah, so someone I mean, that went out and bought if some. You get them from the other places. The cans are a little misshaped. And the motherfuckers are flat. Yeah. I mean, and they're twice as expensive. One time, you know, Boss Man. Everybody knows Boss Man. And I mean, he's the guy that runs like, he owns Sooner Stop and he bought Shell. Now he bought the old uh, original Sweeney's across from Walgreens. Uh, well, anyway, he, yeah. everybody calls him Boss. He calls everybody Boss Man. Apparently, that was the first word he, American word he learned um, or some shit like uh, that. This is probably offensive, but the A-Rab dude? Yes. <laughs> well, I was trying to get around saying that, but yeah, well, I didn't know how to... I don't know how to describe people in today's world, okay? No, for sure. No, I, I just want to talk about the word A-Rab for a minute because, you know, it's one I'm curious about. I just yesterday, actually, to Koopy, I was like, you know, I call things A-Rab stores. And it's probably the most racist thing I do, you know? Um, but to me, I don't mean it racist. I just am like... Whenever there was the one on Maine and Mississippi, you know, I lived like a block from it. I went in there and I just called it the A-Rab. So I, don't, I just did because, and now, again, people are like, that's offensive. I think it's offensive. I'm not exactly sure because you're not calling them by their country of origin. You're referring to A-Rab, like an Arabian night. And Arabia is not a real place. It's like a fictional, like, collection of all them, kind of like we call Asian, but not all Asian, like the uh, Chinese, Jab- we call it the Oriental. And, like, Oriental is supposed to be racist but you're like well what's racist about it i mean it's just describing a right you know but we don't kind of get it because we don't we just don't get it you know not, I'm, so i'm assuming that's how arabs like that whereas like they had prefer to be called like i'm pakistani or whatever but i'm like well if i don't know what you are and again maybe we don't need to call him anything we should just be like oh the guy boss man how'd you call him you know yeah. but to me there is for some reason um that is what i call it and i feel like i'm gonna try hard to, to stop it i've but. done it a million times but uh yeah i mean but he goes, hey, boss man, why you don't come very often no more? And uh, I was like, because the monsters are cheaper at Busy Beast. How much you pay? I'm like, two for three fifty. No, you lying. I said, I'll bring you a receipt. <laughs> and because uh, I was picking up cigarettes because Busy Beast didn't have Paul Mall, which is what my buddy smokes. And I was picking up on the way to the bank. So I just made a little, you know, map, basically, you know, on the way. A little horseshoe. Right. And, uh. Yeah, he didn't believe me, and so he he's a little salty about it. Yeah, I mean, I feel, you know, me and QB also let's talk about groceries. You know, I go, we've talked about this plenty of times, man. I go and get groceries Sunday morning in general, um, and I get all my groceries. And now I nor- typically go to Walmart. The reason I do this is because I know, honestly, the main reason is I know exactly where every item in Walmart is for the most part, because I've been shopping there for so fucking long. Um, but also, it's like, I can go get dog food, and I can go get fucking house items and shampoo and what it like they they just have all that shit in that area that i need to get if, we, if that's on the list and i can go and get all the groceries i don't know there's something convenient about it all being there and then you know coop could be like well i think we should give brew Pru- our business 
I mean, they're a chain too, but you know, more not fucking Walmart. And I do like Pruitts. I think they're pretty nice, but it's like they're fucking box items and bag shit. You know, things that like it's they're so much more expensive than Walmart that I'm like, I can't fucking do it. You know, I don't, I don't want to just waste fucking forty dollars because because we want to say fuck Walmart. You know, fuck. What's my forty dollars do? You know, like that's where my brain goes. Like I'm just so selfish in it that I'm like, fuck. We're going the cheaper place, and that's just all there is to it. You know, and then it, but then at that point, my mom will be like, well, you're messing up by not going to Dollar General for this, this and this. And I'm like, mom, I ain't making fucking more than one stop. All right, I'm going to one goddamn store. <laughs> so like that's mother uh, thought about. It. Oh, man, my mom would do it too. They go get their milk at the special at Homeland and fucking go to buy for less to get their fucking canned goods. And if they had a sale on toilet paper and had a limit too, by God, she had every kid lined up. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned uh, that. Fuck. Mom, I sure my mom was a couponer, you know, back in the day. I mean, I'm sure she still is a little bit now, um, but she makes a significantly amount of more money now than she did when I was growing up. So I would, I would think she got out of it, but also I don't think it's a money thing. I think couponing is mean, about just fucking over the man. I don't know what I'm going to do with 15 bottles of mustard, but I got them on sale for. Th- 38 cents right yeah uh so i'm gonna be the top that's like oh we got these coupons for this so we have to buy this and i'm like can you not see what they're doing they're selling it to you just because you think you're getting 15 cents off um but yeah my parents at the top that they're like hey do you need any mixed vegetables uh you know because i know you make stew and i'm like i like mixed vegetables and then they pull out um like a whole cardboard box like you know they pull out the shelf of the others 15 here uh great value and i'm like Listen, I know I'm like a bougie for y'all, but fuck this great value shit. It is Del Monte or bus. Like, fuck it. We're, we're eating good around here. Like, and I'll, they'll think I'm so fucking uh, too high class about it, I guess. I ain't too bad on all the vegetables, but like, my fuck, the fork and, pork and beans have to be Van Camp's. Right. I mean, you got to have certain things you'll you'll stand on. I mean, like, I think cornbread has to be Jiffy. And I'm like, well, what kind of cornbread is this? I ask people that all the time, and if they don't know my. We'll see. We'll see how this is. I like the little blue box and they shake their head. Yes. I'm like, all right. Then. <laughs> right. See, if it's Jiffy, then it's going to be sweet and delicious. Yes. Um, I because when you're expecting Jiffy and get some of the raw cornbread or the, you know, the old school. But listen, I, it, it's a shot. I don't mean anything against the country, but Mexican cornbread's fucking the worst. Um, I don't know if you had some Mexican cornbread, but you know, you'll go to something like, oh, we're having Mexican cornbread. Corn and all kinds of shit in it. Like peppers. It's like spicy. I'm like, no way. I like spicy cornbread. Uh, Amy, that's not me. I've I'm had, like, I've had Mexican fuck. cornbread I don't like, and I've had some I, I I've do also, like. It's also typically a lot drier, it seems. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it but, does, don't it? Like the old style cornbread doesn't even dry as fuck. Uh, my dad uh, worked in this fiberglass factory when I was growing up. It was like our big come up in my life. It's when we went from being like poor to like middle class. And uh, it was awesome. But one of the cool things about it is uh, every couple months they have some potluck dinner and they would always ask him to make the cornbread for whatever reason. That was his dish to bring. Um, and he would always say the key. And I've told him this story and he doesn't remember it all. So this is, I think, things that like I don't have a kid, but if I ever did, I would going to keep in mind that like they're going to remember shit you say that you just probably fucking just say, you know, or whatever. Cause my dad was like, Oh, the key is you got to melt one tablespoon of butter and put in the batter. And I kept that in my mind. Right. And so like, I've done that ever since. I mean, like when I grew up and shit, um, and I also let it sit because if you read the Jiffy box, like if you let the batter sit for like five minutes before you put it, cause I put it in my muffin 10 cause I make corn muffins. I think that's better than doing a pan myself. Um, and then they're they're way fluffier and shit, you know. And so my dad will come up and eat them, and he's like, "This is the best goddamn cornbread I've ever ate." What'd you do? And I'm like, "Your old fucking trick. I melted a 
the te- tablespoon and he's like what the fuck he's like he doesn't have a clue he's like well, i've never told you that and I'm, i've never done that and i'm like you used to do it all the time i remember i watched you do it you made it for your the cornbread for work and he's just like oh, all right you know but you can tell he doesn't really remember um but Damn. he also looks up to me and my cooking in a weird way you know it's like if i cook it for the most part he thinks it's good and i think it's pretty good too but he'll always ask me questions well how would you do this and how would you do that and i'll tell him he doesn't say he won't do it but he'll ask dad open that spice cabinet and put more salt and pepper in there right well now it's gone kind of overboard uh i bought him all the seasonings i would normally use one christmas of like here you go this is what i would use and um it's her and he's like, and I went and bought this and I bought this. And it's like, oh, it's crazy. And he'll bring me samples. He got, he went and got some Caribbean, Caribbean jerk. Right. And I'll that be honest, a flavor I don't want. I, uh, I keep it really simple. I mean, I didn't realize I was basic until I got on the internet and I saw memes that were like, people that use these seasonings think they're a good cook. And I'm like, hey, those are, that's exactly what I use. Um, and I, I think I'm all right. But it really, the key is seasoning salt. Now, I, I'm going to probably down the hill of Lowry's forever. You know, it's going to be really hard. Now, maybe someone will come up with like, this is also very flavorful. But like some people use like that um, allspice for like there's there's a couple other like um, yeah. brands that it's are like Lowry's or bust. Right. And the other brands just aren't as salty. I mean, to be real honest. Um, and then garlic salt. I have to have garlic salt and then pepper. And so those three things are going to go on just about any meat I cook ever for any reason. Just about that, those three seasons are going on. Onion powder, and I heard garlic powder too. See, I I just prefer garlic salt over garlic powder, but honestly, right now I have have a little jar of just minced garlic. I do all three. It's uh, definitely coming. I'm like, oh, this is where it's at. Um, I cook with a lot of garlic. The only reason I don't do garlic powder is because Pow Wow cooked hamburgers once on his grill. And he doused them so much of garlic powder that, like, at the end, you could just see, like, a frosting of white still oh, on hell it. hell no. And I was like, this is going to be great. And I took a bite, and that's it was like... That's over <laughs> of anything. That's not... I was like, Ugh. I was like that's, that's not the particular season. That's just of course. over of anything. But it's also why I don't drink Picardies, because when I was in high school once, I drank one, and then I fucking vomited everywhere, and I because I had the flu. Not because of the Bacardi, but in my mind, I'm like, Ugh. I was wondering how Ugh. that affects me, because I've puked on just about every liquor there is, and... Like when I was drinking it, it didn't stop me from drinking it again. But you see people like that that have, oh no, that one time it fucked me up so bad and they just can't do it. I mean, I can remember the night specifically because it's when I first, you know, when in high school, when you first start drinking, you know, at a friend's house sort of thing. And I was at my friend Jonathan's house and uh, Nesquik used to have milks. They sold in convenience stores like chocolate milk and strawberry milk. And it was like in these tall 20 ounce bottle looking things and they had this cookies and cream flavor right and i remember down in this motherfucker and then like 30 minutes later i'm at jonathan's house and someone's got a 12 for two six packs of bacardi and we're fucking knocking them out and some strawberry flavored ass nasty now i know i just hate fruity sheet i don't like fruity liquor or alcohol at all and um we started fucking downing these after i drank this fucking milk thing before and i just throw up everywhere and then i after that get a fever and then I'm like fucking sick, sick for days. So for whatever reason, after I, even in college, I'd smell Bacardi. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't want it. So, but I mean, was, I've thrown up on Jack Daniels so many times because it was our family drink. But I still drink Jack Daniels. You know, that never, yeah. never connected the dots there in my mind for some reason. I mean, I used to like go to my dorm before I would go out and leave for a party and I would drink a half a glass of milk on purpose. It would coat my stomach and make me not throw up. No, interesting. I'm to the point. I kind of wonder if I'm lactose intolerant, you know? Yeah. Um, well, like I said, you had the flu. That's just natural. Right. I mean, just now, like I used to, I mean, I drank 
so much cereal or, or milk, you know, while eating cereal and shit growing up. I love milk, but in the last few years, I've been like, I don't know if I eat too much dairy stuff. I'm like, oh God, hold up. And it's like, yeah, may, maybe. But then again, I don't think you can just develop being lactose intolerant in your 30s. I don't think that's how it works. But then again, I'm no doctor. What do I know? Um. Anyway. Oh, you ain't one of them WebMD self-diagnosing people? No. I mean, even if I was, I'd probably have it. I asked a doctor one time. I was like, how do you feel about those people? She just looked at me like, oh, my God. She goes, oh, we just hear them out. And I'm like, you hate them. And she just looked at me again. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Random shit we have. The main thing I want to talk about is this mask thing, the CDC, because I think this stuff's kind of interesting. And, you know, I think it's a good COVID check in time. We haven't talked about it too much lately, right? Um, I don't think so. Anyway, um, it's been like, what, a year and a couple months or some shit of doing this podcast while COVID's like been a fucking thing. Yeah. People are talking about. Um, I am to the point uh, not to be too conspiratorial about it because uh, I don't think it's all completely fake. I do think obviously COVID existed. I know people that had COVID. I know people that had it pretty fucking bad. So I do think it was clearly a sickness that existed. I do think uh, in February of last year, when it all first took off, our projections of what it was going to do as far as the population um, were just kind of off and we probably overreacted a little bit, right? And people out there be like, fuck no, we didn't because if we didn't overreact, then it would have been worse. I mean, that's going to be the argument, right? The things we did made it where it wasn't as bad, so that's why we had to do it. But all I heard about for a fucking year is that we weren't doing it right. You know, it wasn't that we were doing it right, and so that's why we're stopping. It was, hey, everyone's fucking up, and it's still going, you know? And we can say what we want, but the percentages, um, I still believe this time, are still pretty low. You know, the survival rate was very, very high. Um, So, I mean, I think all in all, it probably was good for as far as a giant fucking global pandemic's concerned. Now, I know anyone who lost someone's going to be like, fuck, no, it wasn't. But, like... I don't know. It's just it's did, just weird to I look mean, back I, on. I did, did lose someone close, but it. I mean, I think overall as a world, I mean, I think it was right. handled as best as it probably could have been. Yeah, and I, mean, I think some people would claim, of course, a lot of people are mad at the way they'll say Trump handled it, right? But a lot of that's in like they didn't get money given out to them quick enough. Have right? y'all not sure. watched Americans now? They can't be controlled. Everybody has so many rights they throw in your face and or you offend somebody, you can't control them. They think they don't have to listen to anybody, so no one person can be at fault. You can't control these people. Right. I mean, I'll just say, um, I don't know how many more stimulus checks I've gotten since Biden's taken over. You know, like, to me, I got all mine before Biden ever stepped in, I believe. Maybe that last one was under Biden. I can't quite Yeah, remember. I think the last one was. Yeah. I got two under Trump, one under Biden, so Trump's one in my book, two to one. Um, and... <laughs> this is another little side tangent today one of my co-workers was like because uh, i was complaining about lebron complaining i was like man i i just can't ever think lebron's the best ever because he just fucking complain. he cries all the time the refs he drives me nuts cry about fucking getting poked in the eye after he won he's still crying about it. like it's, yeah. it's crazy and uh i was just all mad and he was like and and, and this co-worker my locks trump you know he's a trump voter and he was like i think that was trump's problem i think if he would have just kept kept doing what he was doing without complaining I think it would have worked off of a lot better. I was like, honestly, I didn't care. I think the complaining is where I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, so it was a lesson to be learned, you know, even the greats like Trump and LeBron. Uh, can, yeah, I've seen <laughs> another basketball call, uh, call LeBron out saying, man, that was a hell of a flop. <laughs> right. I don't know. I didn't see him get poked in the eye or not. I just saw the quote. When I got to where this morning, that coworker was like, you see LeBron's quote? And I go, hold on. So I had to pull up his interview and, you know, watch that. He's like, I was seeing three rims. 
I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I seen that quote, yeah. LeBron's corny as fuck. I just shot for the middle one. Yeah, I just I mean It's always an excuse. Did he play bad or something? Uh I don't know. They won. That's the thing. They won by thirty. Even he hit the game winning shot. Shit. And he had to still make it be like, Woe is me. I don't know. I just can't stand his fucking attitude. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. The generation under me love him. They'll I, love him forever. They're gonna defend him until they die, just like the I Jordan mean, generation defends Jordan. Michael Jordan been like you like that, didn't you? He goes, that was good, wasn't it? Uh, well, I think just with Jordan, because uh, a lot of people are like, Jordan talked to the refs. He did that, too. But it's like, no, he went to the side and like talked under his mouth to the ref yeah. of like, he didn't fucking try to put the ref on blast or try to fucking flop around and throw his arms and then get throw a temper tantrum when the ref didn't did call throw, it. If they didn't call it, he would just shake his head like, okay, okay. And I then, tried. And then the next play, he would fucking blow him out the fucking water and be like, all right, bet. And he would raise his game. So, That's what I remember. Anyway. That there's my side tangent. Um. So anyway, the mask thing, right? So, see, the, the coronavirus. I've worn a mask the whole time, very willingly. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I'll wear a mask from here until forever, uh, just so people don't recognize me. You know, like, I'm that's where I'm at. I'm like, fuck, I don't even care. But uh, I did not wear one at Walmart this last week for the first time in however long because they took down their sign that says you have to wear a mask. Now they did that because the CDC came out and said, hey, we now say. You don't have to wear a mask. Now, this is basically all I was going to tell on the mask thing. So I think it's obvious because this is where it goes, right? Is for this whole time, let's just make this easier. The the rot didn't necessarily care about the CDC. You know, I think, but who cares if they say to wear a mask? I ain't going to do it, right? There was that whole group of people, right? And then the left was like, you got to wear the mask. The CDC says so. And that, that's been how this shit's been going. And then this happens. So the CDC comes out and says, you don't have to. Now, I do think that's bullshit. I mean, or it was other bullshit before you needed to, or is bullshit now, right? Probably one of the two. And it's obviously they're just doing this as a reward. Like if you get vaccinated, you don't have to do this. It's a reward because they're trying to convince more people to get vaccinated. I mean, it seems obvious, but now all those people that didn't give a fuck about the CDC, they're out or like CDC says we don't have to wear a mask. And in the left who did give a great deal of fucks about the CDC are like, well, we don't care what the CDC says. We still don't think it's safe. And you're like, well, that's who you've been fucking holding up this whole time is your fucking standard. I, and now all of a sudden, since you want to keep wearing a mask, you think they're not enough. I don't know. In the restaurant, I've seen more people come in wearing a mask since uh, the city lifted the ban than did before. Right. When I've seen some uh, prominent liberals on the Twitters be like, uh, I'm not going to stop wearing my mask. because I don't want people to think I'm a conservative. And they're being serious. They're only like telling a joke. And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm to the point of I've had my vaccines. I've had them for a, quite a while now. You know, I was one of the earlier ones to get it. And uh, if it worked, then fuck it. Let's go. I, you know, I'm all like, fuck it. We got it so we can go back to normal. You know, even if there was a fucking microchip, I got the motherfucker because I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's go on so we can go on the next step. Um, but it does seem people are going to commit. They have a vaccine that you could take and you we took it. And now the. And when I told one of my coworkers, I was complaining about this today at work. Uh, he was like, well, that's the problem with liberals is they just keep, they move the goalposts. You know, they tell you like, hey, this is what it's got to be. And then they're like, guess what? Nope. Now it's this. I'm like, you know what? That's pretty astute. That's an astute observation because I've always identified fairly liberal. But uh, as I've gotten older and everyone's hating on white males, I guess I don't know what else is pushing me away. Uh, it is seems like, well, what, what do you mean? Like, I'm doing the same thing I've always done as a liberal person. But now all of a sudden these ideas are are crazy. I don't know. So it's just a weird, weird world. It's whatever the mood is. Yeah. And that's another thing. Uh, you know, I think you can make up. 
if I ever quit this podcast, I think I'm going to devote all my energy I did on a podcast and making up fake shit to be mad about, about like, uh, the term husband and wife are transphobic, you know, and just really get fucking passionate on Twitter about it. And people will be like, what do you even mean? I'm like, you know what the fuck it means. And you just like, you know, really push them shit until someone's like, we're only using the term spouse from now on because it was transphobic to say husband and wife. Wow. You know? And honestly, if that happens in five years, I want someone to please remember this and like clip it out and be like, profit. Hell yeah. Um, it's my new thing lately. I'm trying to let everyone know I'm a prophet. Uh, you've been talking to, you've been doing too many podcasts with it's your boy. <laughs> yeah. He's got his methods and I have mine. And uh, Man, his got- are based on movies mixed with uh, highlighting Bible words. And mine is just whatever comes to mind on a podcast microphone. It's God speaking through me, you know? Ah, I see. Because <laughs> we are Q or something. Something like that. Um. So anyway. I don't know how to feel about the COVID thing. I've always been like, hey, let's be safe. It does seem like a real sickness. I just think uh, we didn't get the variant that killed a bunch of people. It doesn't seem like here. We kind of handled it or something. I don't know. I'm kind of like you. If they say wear a mask, I wear a fucking mask. If they say I don't have to, I'm probably not going to put it on. Yeah. I I I just want to follow the rules and fit in. I want to do what I need to do and go back home. Now, when I walked in Walmart, I had the mask in my hand. I was looked up. I was like, all right, no. And they even had the thing that said, effective, blah, blah, blah. If you've been vaccinated, you don't. Have to wear a mask more or less. It's a little bit sign. So I was like, cool. Um, now I don't have my vaccination card. I'm not going to fight, you know. So I mean, I mean was I guess, they checking cards? No, no. So I mean, anyone could have just lied, right? So I mean, that is the argument. I mean, it's Ada. We, we see it every day. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but a lot of people with masks definitely were mean mugging me. And uh, so I got to be the other side, to, you know, for a day. So that was fun. Um, Something also about health, but way less serious. I listened to a podcast today, Freakonomics Radio. I'm going to recommend it to all my listeners listen to it so we're all on the same page. Uh, <sighs> they rebroadcast. They have like 500 episodes or something, so they just sometimes will play an old one because they're all evergreen content. They're not like ours, you know, where it's specific to what's going on and shit. And it was about shoes, right? And how, uh, like, what is wearing shoes done to our evolution? Fucked up our body, like... You know, we evolved, if you believe in evolution, without fucking shoes on for a long time. And, um, you know, so people in the cold would wear shoes when it was cold. And if you had to walk over shit with a would hurt your feet, you would wear some shit to protect your feet. But even that was like sandals, you know, it wasn't fucking like what we got now of like fucking shit that really supports your feet and shit. So it's kind of like ruined our body, I guess. And you have real fucked up feet. So I guess I don't know if that has to do with any shoes you wore. Um. Like, do you think, did you wear like two small shoes at time? Is that why your feet? So uh, maybe you can get on Twitter and repost some pictures of your fucked up feet for everybody. Um, <laughs> because I still, I, I'll run across people. You and your fucking feet. I still remember those pictures. Well, try to remember on Monday to reshare it while okay. everyone's listening. Um, so anyway, Snappy has these crazy hockey feet, hockey uh, stick looking ass feet. <laughs> and they got Man. surgery done to one of them. I just had it. a fucking bunion that developed when I was like seventh grade. Oh, and it just kind of got out of control. Well, I didn't want to give up football at the time. I mean, wow. I'm sure you explained this when, this, when you had your surgery. I don't think I ever fucking did, but I, I should have got the surgery way back when. Right. Um, so anyway, it was this thing is about feet. And it's basically how, like, uh, you know, those Asian cultures where they like bundle their feet up and then these women have like itty bitty fucking feet and shit. And they're like, well, you kind of do that even now, just wearing normal shoes, like wearing shoes every day when you're growing. Like almost everyone who's alive now in America, their feet should be bigger. You know, if you would have went barefoot, your feet would have went. My feet were bigger. always tender. I hated being barefoot. Really? See, I when I was a kid, I walked around barefoot a lot. 
um, around that backyard and front yard. Like I hardly ever had shoes on. Um, and I remember when I got into flip flops, even wearing like sandals and shit are better for your feet from what I'm learning than like all these Nikes and shit, which are fine. But what it does is like someone like me who's overweight is that uh, when you have shoes on, you don't have to worry about arching your back to keep your balance because your shoes kind of give you your toe support that just makes you don't have to do that shit. That's like little things like that. You develop habits over your life that then like fucks your back up and like does these little things. So they just in this podcast, they suggest you try to be barefoot when you can, you know, um, just to kind of help offset that. Now me, I have back problems and when I don't wear shoes for a long time, I feel like my back hurts a lot worse. So I'm like, I, maybe I'm already fucked up. I don't know. Like since I did the feet surgery, I got a bone out of place in my ankle. So I have to wear shoes pretty much all the time. Mm, right. I, I like stumble around if I don't have them. About the time this podcast started, I had got this feeling in my right big toe knuckle, you know, like, uh, Whatever that fucking ball is underneath your big toe, you know, like yeah. uh, the ball of your foot, you would kind of yeah. step on. And it started kind of hurting. I feel like I brought this up to fucking powwow when we first started this podcast. I really do. And it feels like I need to pop it. And it's felt like that for like four years now. And it drives me nuts. And sometimes I'm like, fuck it. Today's a day. And I'll just fucking almost break my foot and toe trying to get in. I'll kick it on shit and just like this has to pop. But it never does. And it's, it's just, just suck. A, and it's just a constant pain in like the bottom of my foot. And it's not a big deal. I'm sure people have to deal with a lot worse. But then I'm like, maybe it's gangrene. Because there's an episode of King of the Hill where Bobby gets uh, like gangrene in the toe because he eats too much liver worse or some hey. shit. Anyway, that's what I think well, of that. someone look at it soon. Because I don't ever go to the doctor. That's some uh. bullshit. Um, I should. All my joints hurt. I barely sleep because my shoulders hurt all the time. Uh, um, they just give you some, uh, what is it? Some somas. Naproxen. Uh, muscle inflammatories. Yeah. Or? I mean, if they give me some somas, I'd go to whatever place would do that. But I know <laughs> that's probably not as... That's funny. I mean, hell, are you on my fucking uh, listeners app now? Because uh, me and a guy was brought up somas the other day. I was uh, talking to the guy at the shop, and we just sitting there chilling. He's like, man, I ain't heard about somas in forever. Yeah, they're my favorite pill. Uh, back when, uh, before I gave up the pharmaceuticals, and uh, I would try all the pharmaceuticals, Somas were my go-to favorite, and I got a lot of them because I hurt my back and shoulder and different shits. I've gotten them a lot, but I never abused them. I was like, these are awesome, and I just would always be like, be grateful for the Somas. I took so many one time, I fucking started shaking. Oh, yeah. See, I never never abused it like that. Oh, I abused all kinds of shit, so. I was, uh... Never a woman, but many pills. Right, right. I mean, I just was always, uh weary i was like i don't want to do something too crazy on the pills because i know once you swallowed it it was kind of man i was at the point in college someone stick their hand out in a fist type i'd stick my hand out whatever fell in it i threw in right through back and i early on in my uh trying to get in trouble days it was when i was a senior in high school i very uh, i'm sure i've told this one in the podcast before like right after i turned 18 i started smoking pot because i was like fuck it i'm an adult which was stupid i should have done when i was a kid because like if i got arrested but anyway um, started smoking pot and then that led to like all the fucking criminal kids hanging out around me and being like, here's all the other crazy drugs and shit. And some kids sold me and Jonathan, my, my friend at the time, uh, these pills and we just fucking took them. And then after we took them, looked them up and they were fucking cancer blood thinner pills. And we were at this fucking house party. Couldn't fucking move in a chair because I didn't have any fucking energy because my fucking blood was all thinned. And I was like, the whole time I was like, I'm going to fucking die. And so since then, I didn't. I was like, never again. I'm looking up every pill. 
I'm looking up all no, the identification. Well, it was like people that I trusted when I said I would just take whatever. Nah, this was, I still know his kid's name, but I won't put him on blood. He might have, you know, found God or some shit. Who knows? But this little fucker pissed me off that well, night. He might have forgotten. He needs to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> right. I had someone who went and got some diet pills. I sent him off for swallow tabs and he tried to handle to me. I'm like, you better come up with some real shit or give me my fucking money back. Man, I said, I don't want no fucking goddamn B vitamins. Lure tabs were always cool. Don't get me wrong. Um, I would take them for like real pain. But the people that like paid money for them, I was like, for Lord, like, I, don't, I just could never, I could not grasp my, and they don't make them anymore. Apparently they changed the name and they're yeah. called something else, but uh, they're hydrocodone, right? More or less yeah. is what it was. And I was like, I guess, I don't know. They're cool when you have a few, but people were like, I'll give you $5 a pill. And I was, it was kind of like crazy. cheap speed, I guess. I'd get a house clean. I, I'd clean a house. Right? Adderall. Yes. I don't know. If I, well, I couldn't do that shit with fucking, uh, Lord tabs. I mean, it wouldn't give me energy per se, but uh, I would do some Adderall and get some. Uh, yeah, uh, but like you said, some people are just addicted to them. I mean, I took them a few times because a lot of times that's what was around at the time. And I just. Right. I do it. think there was something about my competitive, uh, more mindset. Like, I saw a lot of people get addicted to pills and their lives be over and be like, not me. I'll take this motherfucker and be good. And I won't, I won't even do this shit. Like, I don't know. I could somehow be like, because I'm more mentally strong and I would. Uh, set myself up for success so that's the goal kids you can overcome the addiction just don't become addicted that's my advice stick to pot stay away from pills yeah 100 uh my our homie d squared died and that's when i was like never again now honestly he od'd but there's a lot that went into it It wasn't probably just cod but after that i was like you know what i think i'm good i don't want to ever be in a scenario where that happens um i had to get cut off myself years and years ago so Right? Yeah. I think we talked about it maybe last week. Oh, man. I deleted my... Oh, it was just the shoe thing. Uh, so, anyway, I'm going to try to start wearing less shoes. We're going to see how that goes. But I don't know if I'm able to pull it off. Yeah. And they say even those, like, individual toe shoes, I was trying to figure out if those were good or not. Uh, apparently, it just depends how... Anything that allows your toe to be... Or your foot to be more flexible is a better shoe. But that's not normally what you think of. You normally think of you want a nice, solid sole, but all that, it kills the sensitivity of your foot to where your f- you're just not as agile and, sh- and shit with your huh. foot if it's too uh, blocky. So anyway, let us know out there. Uh, that's why gymnasts are barefoot. We finally figured it out. Right, yeah. I, I used to, and honestly, I'm, I'm going to start blaming Koopy. Um when I first dated Koopy, I was still on the mode where I did a bunch of shit with my feet that was like fucking like I'd turn the channel on TV, I'd grab a remote and hit shit with the remote. I'd fuck grab a lighter off the ground. I never bent down to pick up a lighter. I just grabbed my foot, you know? And I've always, uh, I always like to spread out my toes. I don't like my toes being all together. Like even now, I'm like, I have them <laughs> held, held open. I uh, never had that ability. Oh, yeah. See, I'm a, and so, I, and I used to for many years really want to learn how to flip someone off with my foot. And I would spend hours a night trying to figure it out. So I do have quite a bit of toe dexterity, but I would say since I met Koopy, cause she always found it very creepy how much I use my feet for everything. So I try to stop. I really have lost some of the agility in the feet. So. Oh my God. My wife has monkey toes. Yeah, it's, kind of how it's like a little fucking uh, claw pincher to reach over and fucking goose yeah. wherever she is. Yeah. I could do that too. My daughter too. She's got her <laughs> mama's toes. Yeah. Um, I'm also really curious on the shape of feet. I'm sure there's something out there that's like, 
if your foot shaped like this, you're Greek, and if your foot shaped like this, you're Chinese or whatever. You know. Yeah, what are they gonna say about me? That's be some a walrus. You're maybe? a Flintstone, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because my second toe is quite a bit bigger than my big toe, you know, and I know that's a certain trait. I don't know what it is. When I was a kid, my grandfather told me who's not blood related to me, but his was also like that. So he said, well, real men have big second toes. That's how you know you're a real man. And so growing up, I would just tell people that like, yeah, well, real men have big second toes. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what it really means, but anyway, big second toe club is going to be my next rap group. So that's the credentials to Man, get in. You're gonna have some fetish people following you. I'll take a fetish person. You know, <laughs> I think fetishes make the world go round. As long as they got me on play. From what I understand, uh, I don't know how I know this or why I thought of this, but foot fetishes they seem to go up in times where STDs are more prevalent, and then they go down in times that like sex is more safe. So like, uh, whenever the AIDS epidemic happened. Like the number of people that were in a foot fetishes seemed to rise. And then once they got it more under control, it went down and on. They somehow tracked these fucking things, but maybe through age groups and shit. To me, I don't feet have never been a thing I've seen as a sexual object. Um, but I don't I had a friend growing up, dude, who like hates feet. And if your feet or a girl's feet, anyone's feet, if he sees them or they touch him or something, he's not going to start swinging. Like he hates feet. And I used to be like, bro, what the fuck is wrong? Like we all have, everyone has feet. Like, what are you talking about? But he was like, I don't fuck want to see your, don't, don't put your feet on me. And then you get all real weird and shit. And so of course people would do it just to fucking piss him <laughs> off. Um, but to me, I'm like, I don't know. They're there. I don't think about it. You know, um, I have never in my life, I can also say, been like, hey, I would like to put my penis between your feet. But I know a lot of guys are into it. But if a girl ever was like, hey, I'm put my penis on your feet, I wouldn't be like, how dare you? I'd be like, if a girl ever says she's putting her penis on me, that ain't a girl. Uh, well, did I word that wrong? I think so, because that's how I heard it. I don't know. Well, what. we'll see. I mean, we'll leave it how it is. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but. Uh, you would have straight busted me in today's <laughs> world. Uh, girls can have penises, so that's fun. Dear God, I'm, I don't know anything about about that. You know, oh. I ain't trying to offend anybody. Uh, oh dear, how <laughs> <laughs> was it again? Um, all right, the last only thing I had on my list, and I talked to Skinny about it yesterday uh, b- because of the race he is, <laughs> and I was like, just to get his uh, I, his take on it and it's going to be probably the same as everybody else's um but there were and these could all be rumors you know a lot of stuff happens on twitter that turns out to be like one person said it and someone blows it out of the water but on twitter um there were some black people who were saying that half black people weren't black enough to say the n-word or do other things so they were trying to like gate off certain parts of black culture to people that were full black right and now to me in my thought process because i I don't think I'm ever going to be convinced otherwise that I just think everyone should not care about any races. Now, I understand it's easier said than done. People are still going to care. But I'm saying I live my life as if I don't give a fuck. That is truly how I try to live my life. Um, And I don't see how people don't see this. And you're like, well, once you just gate the pendulum just swung the other way. Now it's the uh, quote unquote elite blacks telling people they're not good enough for their exclusive club, as opposed to the elite whites telling people they're not good enough for their exclusive club. You know, like, how do y'all not see this as the same fucking thing? Like, how how can you also, like, racial pride is basically also you hating on other races? You know, I, I don't... 
maybe I can't convince people of that who are a minority and that's what they grew up of. I know I have this belief. I just, I did not grow up being proud of my race. You know, Um, I just didn't, you know, it doesn't, I don't even fucking think. And I understand my white privilege is I don't have to think about my race. I get that argument would be used, but I would even say I grew up being told saying you were proud to be white is racist. Like if you said you had white pride or shit, that's like some fucking KKK shit. Right. So like I would actually be like, I don't even think about it. All right, I don't usually, think about you know, it. You know, when I hear white pride, I think like Aryan Brotherhood. Exactly. Kind of shit. Exactly. So like to me, I grow up thinking like that. And then so I think for me to see other people being like, no, no, we're proud of our race. And I'm like, oh, well, in my culture, that's a bad thing. You know, what like, I don't know. It's hard for me not to see it that way. And I understand. Again, I get all the arguments. Uh, but then when you have people uh, doing this and I bring this up all the time because I brought up the skin and he's like, bro, you've told me it's like a million times. But I watched the Bob Marley documentary on Netflix. And I, one of the things that stuck with me, probably because I was so young when I watched it, you know, was when Netflix first got streaming. Bob Marley is half white. And I didn't know this. Right. So I never knew his whole life. And um, Marley is a white person's name is this guy that came in from wherever the fuck he was from on a shipping boat and got Bob Marley's mom pregnant. And Bob Marley was the first Marley on in Jamaica. So anyone that came off him, unless they change their name or line, you know, they're his descendant. But he got made fun of growing up because he was half white. You know, no one else. There was like nobody else that was half white in his fucking village or whatever. And they all picked on him because they're like, it was fucking half white. You know? And that's when I was like. Oh, yeah, because it doesn't matter if you're just different people pick on you like that's just how it works. If you're like in the minority and you're different, people are going to pick on you. And it isn't necessarily based on like all white people are evil. It's just on like that's just what happens. Just like if you go to China right now and you go to some village and you're like the only I don't know, name any fucking race. that's not Chinese in a village of all Chinese people. They're probably going to like treat you a certain way. That's like not like family. You know, like I don't know. Right. And so I do think it's weird that everything gets pushed through this whole lens of like, no, no, white people are the evilest people that ever existed, always, everywhere, forever. And uh, of course, I think most rational people would will know that's not you know true or whatever. But it does seem to be uh, just where the world's going at the moment. And I think it is going to go. I think the pendulum's going to go there and that will be the norm for a year or two or whatever. And then it'll probably swing back and we'll come back to some norm and then it'll go the other way because that's just what seems to happen. But eventually, it'll all be progress. They don't like to balance. They like to swing back and forth. Right. Oh, don't let the ride stop. Fuck. Don't let it just be normal for a minute. Right. And I mean, yeah, I haven't really kept up too much politically, but what I do realize is ain't shit different with Joe Biden. I mean, the only thing different is the news is happier. You know, you see news programs and they're going to talk about the fucking zoo or some shit and they're not talking about the president shit, which is rather good or bad, however you look at it. And uh, I don't know. It's all, I'm just like, I don't know. It seems all fucking fake and bullshit to me. So I'm losing faith. I don't see any, any presidential hate for the first time in what, 12 years? Uh, I see some people not loving Biden. I mean, there's some people on the right. I don't see very much of it though. I mean, I, right. I would say a lot of the people who were like huge, huge Q believers among on Facebook, they left Facebook. A lot of them did, um, to go to their other platforms and uh, I've seen some come back and they do very rarely share stuff. But I do have some people that share um, like, I mean, I see daily something hating on Biden from a couple people, but they're just they've never gotten off. They're like Trump stole my president. I saw that actually today. Trump stole my president. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, I got one in my I miss Trump or something, but he's well, that Taylor Marjorie Green or whatever her name is the she's in Congress she's a QAnon believer and now in Congress. And she says Donald Trump's still her president. And she uh, wears a mask that says that and shit, but she's obvious her. 
well, they're trying to remove her from certain committees, but they can't actually, oh. I don't think, remove her from certain, uh, from the actual house. Just like Liz Cheney, she's like the one Republican woman, only Republican actually, who's like anti-Trump. She's like, no, we're coming back to like normal Republicans. We don't need Trump to win, you know, and she's trying to lead. It was Dick Cheney's daughter, I believe. Uh, she's trying to lead this whole like back to normalcy. Like if we want to win in the long run, we need to not be just the Trump party. We need to be like Republicans. And then they all voted her off her committees, you know? So, I mean, Trump is still definitely running the Republican party. It's just, we are not paying attention because we were fucking over. <laughs> we're like, you know what? It was a crazy year. <laughs> I'm just not going to pay attention, but I believe that's kind of what's still going on is behind the scenes. Trump's still doing all kinds of shit. Yeah. But, uh, He's we'll just s- get away with it. Cause I, <clears throat> maybe he just ought to sit a second chair, be the underboss. Right. I mean, just like the mob, man, the underboss runs the show. All I know is I don't see any pedophiles getting arrested. I haven't heard anything about Ghislaine Maxwell in a long time. You know, that was the Epstein girlfriend. So we need to look into that as well. So figure out. Uh, I don't understand how they're going to not prosecute her. What I've seen in Oklahoma this week is a bunch of drug busts. Oh, busts yeah. It's marijuana. I did. I have seen where some growers got busted for doing black market deals and stuff. Um, I couldn't understand if that was good or bad for me as a customer. You know, like a grow operation goes down seems like that would be bad for me as a, a shopper in a dispensary but then again if it's knocking off the black market like do we want people the black market to be fed as people who go to it does it make the process cheaper or more expensive if the black market like, I don't understand. also had to go to the dispensary it would make our process cheaper because there'd be more of an actual demand it would be easier to calculate you don't know if this so you don't think tomorrow. that it's like the grower makes so much money off the black market they don't have to charge as much to a dispensary who then doesn't have to charge the customer as much no i think they're just selling their extra that they're not supposed to have oh. they grew extra and got more pounds than they were supposed to legally oh i don't know there was a limit on how many poundage you could I get i think they're coming back in and like capping a little bit oh that's much people yeah. were getting out of hand uh, or taking advantage whatever right i'm not sure on that yeah who knows i'm sure power cleared up but yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to actually have him on the next episode. We'll, I have nothing to talk to him about either, you know, but... And I just think, I don't know, they got this surplus and they sell... I don't know what they're doing, actually. I, I didn't get a chance to talk to any of the black market guys. Most right. people <laughs> in my circle went legal, as far as I know, including myself. I now legally sell weed at a dispensary, so... Hell yeah. Uh, Yeah, so I don't... kind of out of the crime uh, talk at the moment. I don't know how the black market works right at the moment. I could still find stuff. I made a few phone calls, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't um, want to. Uh, also, one thing I'm, I'm going to bring up because for whatever reason, that reminded me of that. Um, I talked about the last chance you with you and skinny on the last music episode that should be, yeah, it's totally out, but I tell you'll hear this. If y'all want to go listen to it <clears throat> and it's really good. I'm on season three of last chance. You, the first two seasons are follow one team. And I think the third and fourth follow a team and then the fifth season's a new team, but I'm assuming they're going to six that follows them too. Who knows? Um, but anyway, very good show. I mean, I know I'm really late to the party and a lot of people I've talked to are like, yeah, man, I fucking love that show. I already know. Um, first two set in Eastern Mississippi, Really good. I mean, I highly recommend it. But the third season that I'm on right now, this guy, he's not like exactly like you, but he seems like a guy you and your brother, Dustin, for sure, would get along with. He's a white dude from Compton. And he's like, <laughs> and he has his whole speech on the trailer. It's so good. He's like, I was the only white boy on my block, blood block. 
And he was like, you know, and he just gets all fucking into it. And he talks and he says motherfuckers like every other word out of his mouth. And then he's te- coaching this college in the middle of fucking Kansas. Fuck yeah. And uh, he brought in like, you know, he has a Michigan transfer and an AM transfer and this fucking shitty school that has 20 consecutive losing seasons. He's around, turn them around. And uh, I would say, I don't think this was a great coach. But he's really entertaining for like the TV show. And it's like, oh, this shit's so good. So I just have to keep recommending it. If someone hasn't watched it, it's like Hard Knocks. If anyone's Sometimes watched that. kids like that at a small shitty school just need a positive, funny coach. Right. I mean, they have their quarterback as a kid who was going to Florida State. And they keep saying he was he was the number one quarterback in his class the year he came out, like for the All-American and shit. Um, I think he looks shitty. I'm like, I don't I don't know. I don't get it. I, he has some good plays. I'm like, I don't think he's that good. Um, but they have like fucking like three awesome running backs, you know, and so they're trying to like bounce that shit out and stuff. Fucking run wishbone. <laughs> That's what they should do. But um anyway, the show's really good. I think um I've heard the newest season's the best from people who are like, You're on the newest one yet? It's so good. I'm like, no, I'm not. So uh but eventually I'll catch it. They have one basketball season that I started with. Um and it's also very good. So I haven't had much T V time. I've been working both jobs. Yeah, I've been working at the Pete's place and then training and so starting next week you'll be ten to six. Ten to six, Monday through Friday, over at the Flower Child Organics over on Main Street. Hell yeah. Well we'll try to do this probably this time or a little later if you need, if you have to go eat and shit and all that. But I mean uh, or right after work, whatever you need to do. Uh, we can figure it out next week. And then you're gonna keep working pizza on the weekend. I'm gonna do it just on Saturdays. Uh, Hell yeah. Leave my Sundays open. That way, if I need to go hustle, I mean, I'm sure I, I can either log on to DoorDash or they'll say, yeah, I'll come on in. Or this music podcast, you know. Yeah, I mean, when we do music podcast on Sundays, too. Hell yeah. I'm squeeze that in. Um, but uh, I want to shout out my son. He graduates tomorrow. Hell yeah. So, and it's my 10-year wedding anniversary with my wife as well, so. Like okay. tomorrow recording or tomorrow when it comes out? Tomorrow when it comes out, the 21st, like two days before it comes out. Oh, so yeah. by the time this comes out, my son only graduated. I'll gotcha. Be back from our little road trip we're taking. Where y'all going? Where we went to our honeymoon house, this little cabin in the middle of nowhere in Arkansas. Got like a fucking spa and all kinds of cool shit. Hell yeah. And we're just kind of left alone. Uh, what, how many years did you say it was? Ten. Ten right. marriage. Right on. Um, uh, what's the ten year anniversary like? What is that gift wise? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, see, I've been trying. Me well, and Kimmy try to do it. But I used to, but I'm like, well, number one was like paper. Number two was something. I fucked up. I, uh, I I found the perfect one for paper, and then it was just too late. I couldn't. It wouldn't have been here in time or whatever. And I was like, God damn it. So I've had to hear this story from my wife a million times about when she was young. She had this 1967 Mustang she was uh, restoring, and... She had left to go somewhere and came back, and her dad sold the fucking car. <laughs> and like, it's my favorite year of Mustang. And stole the steering wheel that went on it and put it in his racing car. And like, tried to take it. And so she finally got it back, and it's been sitting in my garage on the shelf. It's like, but she always tells me this steering wheel. You know, I guess you know, pretty sentimental to her. So I, I looked, and I was trying to frame it, but I couldn't figure. It, so I looked up uh, one of these motorsports places. I got a stand. And I mounted that motherfucker to the stand with a little picture, and I got my daughter painting a picture of the car to go behind it, so she loves it. Hell yeah. We're right it was on. just something simple, but hell, that little stand was, hell, it was like $60 fucking dollars. <laughs> uh, year four, in case anyone's coming up on that, because that'll be mine this year, we looked up just the other day, and it's flowers. 
And so I was like, well, this will be easy. <laughs> and then Kubi didn't get it. So um, I had to explain my joke. But I plan on just getting her flowers. I feel like that's cool. You know, like flowers, flowers. And then I guess I'll buy myself my own anniversary gift. That's how that'll go. Um, but I always take off work for the whole week of our anniversary. I don't know if we'll go anywhere. We didn't last year, of course, because of COVID. Um, the year before, we took a little dumb trip somewhere, you know. And um, But I don't, I don't know what our plans are. Part of us, we've talked about going to Colorado. I have grandparents who live there, and they almost died of COVID last year. But I don't know. I, just, I don't know if I want to do that. 17-hour drive just to hang out with people who aren't in the best hell. Like, I, I know it sounds kind of mean or whatever, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't think, do they even care? You know, and I'm sure they would, but I'm like, fuck, I hate, I don't want to do all that shit. So that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, I think it's about like three and a half hours away, so. I got the commitment to this podcast, you know, and to be so hard to do on the road. Uh, uh, you already got your excuses plotting. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm a little upset. This is not upset, but Powell can only record on Sundays, and it's like the fucking last possible day that I can record and like reasonably get up the pod, you know, yeah, for my schedule. And so it's like fine. But then if he fucking falls through, I'm gonna be fucked because it's already Sunday, you know. So even just this week already, I'm a little like, well, you should just have someone else scheduled every time pod uh, Powell scheduled. Yeah, just have a backup. I couldn't. I could do that. All right. Worst case, I'll just call Skinny and he'll just sit here and then for like five, ten minutes, we'll talk about nothing. He's like, oh, that's the episode. I'm putting it up. Uh, and that works out normally. Uh, I will say, I haven't, I haven't brought it up to him, but Skinny hasn't brought beer over to my house in a long time. Yeah, he didn't have it the other day, did he? No. Every once in a while on a music podcast, we'll have a mixed drink. You'll have like liquor in a cup or something, you know, mixed with some shit. But, and, you know, not to put him on blast here, but Skinny used to drink a lot. I mean, he showed up with beer every fucking time he came over. And so I think it was, you know, having a card is really helping yeah. there. Um, you know, again, some people out there, y'all love drinking and shit, but like Forgotten One listener of the podcast, a patron, you know, at a lower level. Uh, he fucking sent me a goddamn drunken fucking video of him sucking and rapping the other day. So. I know some of y'all fucking like <laughs> fucking drinking out there, but uh, I just think it's not as good as smoking. So, hell yeah, you don't want to press in on when you're smoking. Hell, you don't even make the video when you're smoking. There's a reason I don't have videos up anywhere. Um, yeah, you don't do stupid shit. You don't make them irrational decisions. Right. If I pay, if I got, if I made enough money off my music and or podcasting to where I didn't have to have a real job. I would have a video going 24-7. I'd be like, well, I've streamed my fucking life, you know? We're getting stoned as fuck and making music and podcasts. But because I'm like, well, at least let's not have the video. We can have this. I mean, I could be lying right now, right? I mean, this is all make-believe show talk. Uh, but if there's video evidence, that's a whole different story. Uh-huh. In my mind, anyway. Okay. Um, but also, this is all legal, I guess, for us. Which yeah. is a different world. We didn't grow up in a world where this was legal. I know. Like what we were doing would be like super fucking I know. illegal. Uh, a guy I went to school with, uh, he coaches at uh, one of the local schools here. You know, one of our surrounding schools. And while I was getting uh, with Cash, uh, getting his physical. And uh, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I got a new job. And he smiles. I was like, and it was around. There's a whole bunch of parents. kids like, 
we ain't going to discuss it right here. I said, I don't feel like getting a look right now. I said, I usually don't give it. He's like, I got you. I said, you're on my Facebook. You know what it is. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, but I, hell, I had a cop come in, uh, ordered from him, and become good friends uh, just by me working at Mazio's with him coming in and getting that police discount over the years. Yeah. And he was like, fuck, you just got PJ. You just can't get pizza out of your butt, can you? I was like, hell no. I went to work at a dispensary. He goes, I want to know something. He goes, how does Ada support all this? I was like, they're selling him some bunk ass weed and he just busted up fucking laughing. I was like, some of these, I still don't think that they're smoking what they're buying. I said, they don't, they still look like they're, you know, actively meth heads. I mean, that was, uh, that area of town where you're going to be working at. There's another dispensary over there, you know, we used to go to. And that was my one thing is like fucking crackheads everywhere. You walk in, man, and these, no offense, women, but some of the women with their cards, holy, these older ladies. Right. They're like, Jesus, you okay? Yeah. Like that. Man, we got the retired crackheads. Every one of them got a card. Well, hell yeah. I mean, whatever helps. You know, the doctor's like. they retired to crack. Right. Or from it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that that's our life these days. We got so the we west can... side of town, man. Yeah, we get some characters. It's uh. You know, it's down just, you know, not too far from the West Side Loves, we love to mention. Right. Um, I mean, I've just the other day around, I, I work at, one of the buildings I work at is close to that area, and I pull up and there's a woman just talking to herself walking down the street, and I was just like, yeah. Dude, I think I've seen that woman. Uh, and I always wonder, because, you know, in today's world, I always have an ear pod in, or it's on a, it's whatever the fucking Samsung versions are called. I always have one in. So like, I'm always like, well, maybe they're talking on the phone. But this one was like fucking looking up in the sky and shit. No, you never notice like the people walking always have cords. You know, it's like not one of the newer ones. Right. But, well, they normally have like the over the year headphones and shit, too. You know, like the big O. Okay. I don't, like not many have earbuds that I see that are the crackheads walking around. Also, we have this house down the road from me that I think is like a crackhead headquarters. And, uh, that annoys me. I like, honestly, I don't really care. People go to your drugs, you know, but then there's like this homeowner part of me. That's like you fucker that lives three houses down across the street. Well, how about get those fucking crackheads out of here? I got, cause they, I don't want them fucking with my shit and they have it, you know, I'll yeah. give them that. Um, but they were hoarders and they had this fucking hoarding. Wow, I drove by that. They were like, damn, the bicycles are piling up. Yeah, and they've taken all the trash off their porch, but I think they just put it all in that U-Haul. They stole a U-Haul or bought it. I don't know. It's fairly new looking, but I think they just moved all their trash to the U-Haul and then backed the U-Haul up. So they still have all this shit, but the, it's not on the porch now. So we'll let y'all know the update on the crackheads later <laughs> later on. Hey, that's an expensive storage unit. I know, Well, the U-Haul was parked there for weeks, and I was like, fuck, maybe they're moving. I was excited, and then I noticed... Nope, they just pulled it in next to their house. Yeah, their corner <laughs> house is like pretty rough for for years now. Yeah, uh, not the best. Uh, two houses down, the house that caught fire that's been getting re- remodeled and shit. So it's the only nice looking one now. And there's one a couple houses the other way that that big red one's not bad. Yeah, but when it was for sale, my thought was it's an old big ass house, and I bet it's really expensive to heat and cool that big motherfucker. But that's adult things you don't think about <laughs> until you're an adult. All right, man. You got anything else? Uh, no, it's pretty nice. Super excited to go sell some pot. Well, hell yeah. Uh, so when the day this comes out, Snap, you'll officially be starting his, uh, his journey in the pot biz. Hopefully, uh, 
you said you get to listen to the podcast now, right? Like, so they yeah. let you put in some headphones and shit? No, like, pretty much during the day shift, you don't get a lot of customers. They right. just didn't have anyone to work that shift. You don't get a whole lot. You just pretty much sit and chill on the couch. Well, hell yeah. I just hit play and customer comes in and hit pause. And- right. Perfect. Do they have like a sound system? You know, like a lot of dispensaries, they all play music all day at their shit. No, I hadn't seen one. Honestly, I think it's kind of annoying. I mean, part of me thinks it's annoying when it's really loud because I'm like, I'm trying to talk to you and there's all this music playing. And the other part of me is like, you should, if I ran a dispensary, you know, because I make music. I would ask every person, do you make music? Is it on Spotify? We're making a playlist of local artists that, you know, like, I think yeah. that, like, I feel like if you did that for someone, they would always come to your dispensary. You know, I think like that would be, uh, would make sense, but I haven't seen it. You know, right. me either. and maybe it's because no one makes music that runs a dispensary. And so they don't think about it, but there is a million dollar idea out there. Dispensary owners that listen to this podcast. I, I know, but the stuff on our playlist, well, I guess we wouldn't have kids in there. So it wouldn't matter, huh? Yeah, Charcy, we yeah. like our language, right? I mean, you basically, just make a bunch of four twenty playlists, you know. Yeah, and um, play that shit all the time. This I would assume, I mean, but then again, some people like I go in a uh, topper. Sometimes they're playing like heavy metal and shit, and I'm like, fuck, I hate this shit. Now I shouldn't say that because next week, next week I put on having a guy on who plays heavy metal music. So I will say I don't understand heavy metal music. It's not that I hate it, but I don't do not get it. There's not something that's ever been. Uh, made sense in my brain. Yeah, some people dig it. Yeah, it's a big deal. Apparently, the concerts are are good. Yeah, but all right, man. Well, I'm out of here. All right, Tim. Peace. Peace.
beats. <laughs>